Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, I Believe, based on our reading of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 3. Let us hear what the Word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. What a powerful message from the Lord today regarding the superiority of men in relation to women. In our world today, we have all sorts of groups focusing on equality of the sexes. We have many debates on whether men and women should receive the same wages. We have many debates about the fact that men are in a more influential um, position and we wonder when equilibrium will return to the way men and women are treated. Some of us are very uncomfortable with any discussion that focus on men being superior to women. But when we look at what happened to Adam and Eve at the beginning of earth, we can observe the following. One, Eve was created from one rib taken from the side of Adam. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 21 and 22, this is what the word of the Lord said. And the Lord said, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his sides, or one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which he, the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. Here we see Eve was considered equal to Adam, but not in all things. God placed a greater responsibility on the shoulders of Adam to ensure that his family remained obedient to the commandments of God. Number two, after the fall, there was an adjustment in the prominence that Eve would have in the family unit. In Genesis 3 and verse 16, the word of the Lord said, Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Notice here that Eve lost her position of being equal with Adam. Notice carefully that this act by God was an act of punishment for disobeying the commandments of God. God has placed a serious responsibility of headship on Adam, and this is something that men and women should take serious. In it, it is against this background that I would like for us to examine what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 13. Here he said, But I would have you know, that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Do you see what God is saying about the role of men and women in the family, and by extension the church? The apostle had to address this matter in a clear manner 
that men should have a more superior role than women. Let us take a few minutes and examine what Matthew Henry's comments on this passage has to say. He says, he, how he lays the foundation for his reprehension by asserting the superiority of man over the woman. I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. Christ, in his meditorial character and glorified humanity, is at the head of mankind. He is not only first of the kind, but Lord and Sovereign. He has a name above every name. Though in this high office and authority, he has a superior, God being his head. And as God is the head of Christ, and Christ the head of the whole humankind, so man is the head of two sexes, not indeed with such dominion as Christ has over the kind or God has over man Christ Jesus, but a superiority and a headship he has, and the woman should be in subjection and not assume or usurp the man's place. This is the situation in which God has placed her, and for that reason she should have a mind suited to her rank and not to do anything that looks like an affection of changing places. Something like this the woman of the church of Corinth seemed to have been guilty of, who were under inspiration and prayed and prophesied even in their assemblies. Verse 5. It is indeed an apostolical canon that the woman should keep silent in the churches, 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 12, which some understand without limitation, as, as if a woman under inspiration also must keep silent, which seems very well to agree with the connection of the apostles' discourse, chapter 14. Others with a limitation, though a woman might not from her own abilities pretend to teach or so much as question and debate anything in the church, yet when under inspiration, the case was alerted. She had liberty to speak. Or, though she might not preach even by inspiration, yet she might pray or utter hymns by inspiration, even in the public assembly. She did not show any affections of superiority or the man by such acts of public worship. It is plain the apostle does not in this place prohibit the thing, but reprehend the manner of doing it. And yet he might utterly disallow the thing and lay an unlimited restraint on the woman in another part of the epistle. These things are not contradictory. It is to his present purpose to reprehend the manner wherein the woman prayed and prophesied in the church without determining in this place whether they do well or ill in praying or prophesying. Note, the manner of doing a thing enters into the morality of it. We must not only be concerned to do good, but that the good we do be well done. End of quote. Unless we believe God and his words, the debates that we are currently going on 
about the equality of sexes will continue. I pray that each of us will continue to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that we can live our lives in accordance with the counsel that he provided through the Apostle Paul today. Obeying the commandments of God and walking in his footsteps is what God expects of us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, Lord, for reminding us of the roles that you gave to men and women, mankind, to man and woman in the structure of the family and the church. Lord, we understand that this is being attacked. But Lord, we know on the authority of your words that you will do whatever is required to ensure that we, your children, walk in accordance with your will. Help us, Lord, to obey what you have said, to believe your words, to follow the instructions given, we pray, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.